Hi, thanks for tuning into the Questions Queen podcast, the podcast where we have your favorite couples share their love journey. Honestly, I'm just a hopeless romantic that wants to highlight Black love in its purest form. Each couple will be unique in their own way, so let's get into it. Hey y'all, welcome to the Questions Queen podcast. I'm your host, Asha, also known as the Questions Queen. And today we have a very, very special couple, very close to my heart. This is our first episode, so I'm very excited. Um, And so I wanted to start off this season with my parents because they are the reason why I even started this podcast. And so I would like to welcome our special guest, my mother and my father, also known as Monique and Rodney Westcott. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hi, Ashi Nikwe. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start this episode with an icebreaker, okay? Okay. So, Mom, I'm going to ask you one question about Dad, and then Dad, I'm going to ask you one question about Mom, and then you answer it you know, as honest as possible. (laughs) Okay. So dad, what's mom's favorite physical feature about you? What's her favorite feature? What What she likes. That's about you. Oh, what's, Mm, that's a good one. Um, um, I don't, I don't really know what's her favorite You gotta know this one. I think I even know it. I mean, she's... A physical feature. Go with mommy so I can think about it. (laughs) Okay, let's... Okay, that's fine. We're gonna get back to you. Okay, mom. Yeah. What's dad's favorite movie? So he has several. I'm thinking he loves The Godfather. Loves, loves, loves The Godfather. That's one of them. I, I enjoy it. Um, I think that's the favorite. Okay, is she right? We really don't know each other as well. <laughs> How long have y'all been together? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really don't know but each that other. That is your favorite. As well as I thought. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're doing this icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me get back to my question. Um, I would say a physical feature. My height. Is he right? No. <laughs> okay. I like his height, but that's not my favorite. Okay. Can I tell my answer? Yeah. So my answer would be your dimples. She talks about that a lot. Oh, really? I've never heard her talk about it. <laughs> so, Mom, I'm right? You're right. You're right. Okay. I mean, I have dimples for about 15 years. <laughs> yes, you have. When I met you, you had them. Yeah. And you when still met, have them. For about 15 years, I was a little too chunky there. <laughs> so, I, I, I didn't know. I, okay, my dimples. <laughs> okay, Dad, was Mom right about your favorite movie? Um, 
is the movie I like. But I like that he watches I, over and over and over again. And I like can, a lot of. I mean, he I can like, recite the scenes. Back. I like a lot of movies. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. Um, something about Mary is one that I like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of that. I like a lot of um, Denzel movies. Uh, I enjoy those. Um, and Will Smith movies, I really like those too. Okay, I would have guessed my answer for you. I would have guessed the Gold Member series. I like Austin that too. Powers, yeah. yeah, the Austin Powers those, Gold Member series. Those movies are really, you know, funny to me. Funny. Mm-hmm. So I can lump all of them. I mean, Gold Member series, um, something about Mary, mm-hmm. um, the the Nielsen. I forgot his name. Liam, the, um, Liam Nelson. Not Liam. Well, I like his movies, too. Taken? But, no, I'm talking about the comedy one. He just passed not too long ago. The gray-haired police, police squad. Think okay. of mm-hmm. Police squad with O.J. Simpson and all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I really enjoy those, too. So those are movies that I always, you know, take time out to look at. Okay, honestly, if someone was to ask me what my favorite movie, I probably would answer the same way as my dad. Me and my dad, we love movies. Like, we could sit and watch movies all day. So, anyway, let's get into the conversation. And so, on this episode, we are going to cover um, blended families. And so, I wanted to start this first episode with home and share my personal journey because as um, throughout this season, I will be asking um, different couples about their relationships and going into who they are and why they pick their partner, basically prying into their relationship, right? And so I wanted to start this first episode off with my family to discuss how it was growing up having a blended family. And so I realized as I was thinking about the episodes and who I wanted to interview for this podcast, I realized that um, a lot of couples are blending their families now. And so I'm going to just tell my listeners, tell you guys um, what Google describes as a blended family. So Google says um, a blended family is a family consisting of a couple and their children from previous relationships. And so just to let you guys know, I have a sister who I love so much. Um, I have a sister and we are about three weeks apart. And so um, me and her, we don't have the same mom, but obviously we have the same dad. And so I am a part of a blended family. And so first, before we get into the conversation, I want y'all to know a little bit about my parents. So guys, how long have you been together? And tell us, how did you meet? Well, um... You want to go first? Or? Sure, where I can go. <clears throat> you can go? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we met in uh, May of 1988. Um, we probably started dating shortly thereafter. and But we weren't official probably until Labor Day weekend of that year when he asked me to be his girlfriend. Okay. And how did y'all meet? Oh, we met um, a friend of mine, a girlfriend of mine, 
um, wanted to wanted to me to ride with her to her cousin's house and to pick up cheesesteaks. And I just jumped in the car. I was home from my first year at college. And um, I jumped in the car with her. And we drove. And um, her cousin and your dad um, were best friends. So her cousin was sitting on the steps along with their other friends with your dad. My whole crew. <laughs> so she had to pick up the letter. Bye. <laughs> Okay, and so when, how did you, how did you get her attention? Well, um, just being myself. I always thought when, especially when I was um, younger, if I can get them to smile a little bit, I pretty much have, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I was playing around with, with her. I think I was talking about she looks too young because I wanted to check her age. She did look really young, and. Um, she told me she was over 18. She At the time, she was 19. And um, she's attractive looking. So I said, all right, let's talk. You know, no big plans or anything. But we decided to go somewhere and get the cheesesteaks. And I decided to ride with them. I don't know if I was trying to get money or trying to get a cheesesteak because I don't remember getting the cheesesteak. But um, you did go to the ATM machine, right? That's why right. I know. I knew I was. You know, I, I wanted money. Had something to do with it, mm-hmm. and um, we went and we were just talking. I thought she was really nice, but I thought it was all fake. So um, I started getting. You know, I started messing around with her, and I said, um, I said, you don't know this, but I'm the guy that you're going to marry. <laughs> And she was like, this is my favorite part. (laughs) And I said, um, I said, yo, I'm telling you, I'm the guy. I'm your guy. Whether you like it or not, I'm your guy. That's how we met in a nutshell. Wow. So that's my favorite part of this story. And you guys been together for what, like 30 years? Yeah. Well, just call them on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's just say y'all been together for a while now, but you have been married for 24 years? years. Okay. Okay. At least I'm getting that part right. Okay. So you guys are married and now it's time to bring the families together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I guess my question is, Actually, I just want to back up for a second really quickly. How did y'all know that y'all, like, when was the moment when you knew that you wanted to build a family with him? And then I have to ask you the same. When was when was the moment when you knew that you wanted to build a family with her? So pretty much the time, the, during the time of us dating, we dated for about eight to nine years. And during that date, we did, we did date too long. So, um, we would take trips together. Um, you know, we, we just had a lot of fun. Um, we always had fun together. We, we were really good friends. We would talk all the time and, um, we had always had fun. And so I thought early on he could be somebody that I could see myself with. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some very strong family values uh, that were similar to mine, not exact, but right. similar to mine. And the things that he said he wanted 
for the most part, was similar to mine. So I knew it would kind of mesh. Mm -hmm. And anything that wasn't similar, I I was sure that I could pull them over and win them over on my side. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, I would say um, you got to understand where I come from in terms of I grew up with um, with my dad, which he kind of set the tone of what kind of young man I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my dad and he was like my, my guy, he was my hero. So I wanted to do things close to the way he did not know. He ain't tell me, he ain't tell me, listen, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Right. But he let me know in his actions, how he wanted to be. So marriage wasn't good for him. So he felt as though I should wait. Okay. Without telling me you should wait, he let me know I should wait. Mm -hmm. He thought I should get married between 35 and 40, something like that. He wanted me to, because he didn't get a chance to do that. He was married at 18, 19. So um, he didn't get a chance to do it, and it didn't work out for him. So through his experience, he let me know, listen, just... Just take your time. So I wasn't really thinking of marriage. I was thinking of relationships mm-hmm. that I, I really enjoyed. But marriage wasn't what I was thinking about. But the gathering of, um, we were talking about the blended family as far as that goes. Um, that's what made me kind of change course, made me think differently. Mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a certain type of man. Right. And doing what I was doing, I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't meeting the mark that way. Right. So I had to make a change, a course change. Mm-hmm. So that's how I I started getting into that situation. Our um situation was a little different. It wasn't like we um we loved each other. But we weren't talking about marriage at that time. Okay. That's something that we basically had to figure out what was the most important thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what brought us to, you know, marriage. What I always knew about myself, and mommy can speak to herself, I knew I was a committed guy to certain things. Mm-hmm. I knew where I stood. So I knew that I can do my best job for my family. Right. I knew I can do that. So when I made when I made the choice, it was it was done. It was less about love mm-hmm. for just her and I. It was more about love for the family. Right. And um that's how my mind shifted in that direction. Right. And I think that's the mindset that a lot of young men have where they're not necessarily thinking about who can I build a family with and let me look for those attributes in that woman. They're just looking like, hey, if we have a good vibe and it works, then it works. Well, as so, it wasn't like that because it was certain things that mommy had that I liked. Okay. And I knew that kind of, I was always preparing for 
the whole marriage part, but I just wasn't thinking about it. Right. Like she has certain qualities. I would say like, I'm thinking down the line when I saw her speak publicly, something small, but I saw her speak publicly. I knew I wasn't strong there. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, if I had a, a, a mate, a wife, I would want her to do those things. Her spiritual beliefs, Mm-hmm. her commitment to it. I would want my wife to yeah. kind of balance right. off my family. Right. And um, I figured it's a lot of areas we fit. Mm-hmm. And so if I was to marry someone, she would be the one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But um, at that time, I wasn't thinking of like that. Right. But, um, I, would, I wasn't thinking reality anyway around that time. Right, right. I mean, you're young, you're in your, like, kind of mid-20s or, I guess, late 20s, depending on... Yeah, I wasn't thinking of the future. I was living each day. I was living day to day. Right, which is yeah. how usually um, young men think. And so right. that brings me to my point on... Because um, you talked about the family structure, and you talked about how important it was to have a partner that had those attributes that you were looking for, such as strong family values, having a a strong faith base and things like that. And so that brings me to my point. Um, Now that you have experienced blending your family and now that you have gone, you're out of the early stages of where you're trying to adjust. And now you are, um, you know, just in a different space, you're older and you're looking back at the years. Um, what's the best way you could support your partner in trying to blend your family? And honestly, your answer can be based off of what you didn't do in the past mm-hmm. and also what you did do that worked in the past. Just to give like I said, a lot of couples are trying to blend their families. And so I think the the hardest thing is them understanding how to support their partner throughout this time of trying to blend your family in the most healthy way. So, and we were actually talking about this the other day, and we were talking about ways in which if we could turn the clock back mm-hmm. to do things differently. Like, and I even apologized We didn't have the best situation. Y'all were three weeks apart. It wasn't the best ideal situation. Uh, We were both new mothers and we were trying to adjust. Um, In my mind, this was my husband-to-be and I was shocked and, you know, trying to deal with all of that. Mm -hmm. And then what I wanted to do was decide, could I make this work? That's really what I had to sit with myself. Could I make it work? So when I thought about um, two little girls that were beautiful and that loved each other on site and that wanted to play together all the time and just wanted to be together. And even you were, you know, even though you were only, you were three m- weeks older, you were still mothering. You were very nurturing and you would try to pick her up and, you know, and trying, to be, t- yeah, trying to be the big sister. <laughs> and, and you loved her in a genuine space. Mm-hmm. And at first it was difficult because I wasn't included in that, those interactions. So I felt like my family, meaning my husband and my daughter and his daughter were always together without me. Right. And that, 
I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And they were always doing stuff that didn't include me. Right. And I felt that that's not how it should be. It should be all of us together as a family, as we're trying to build as a family. But, you know, it's a lot of emotions, right? right. It's a lot of, um, you know, hurt. It's a lot of different things that were coming at me at one time. Yeah. So I had to be prayerful. I had to try to not speak out of a hurt place. Mm-hmm. I had to go deep and pull love out. And and I'm not saying that I did it all the right ways. Right. I, I can't say that. And that's what we were talking about. I can't say that. We, that it that it was all right, mm-hmm. um, but I will say that it came from me just wanting to pull my family together right. to make it something. From the outside looking in, it didn't look like I wanted it to look. Right. So I wanted it. I wanted to clean it up and shine mm-hmm. it up, and I wanted it to be something very special. Right. And I felt as though that we could have that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, but I felt as though somewhere that we could have that. And I was counting on just my determination to blend the family. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I didn't necessarily take into account that by blending the family, pulling, pulling your sister, mm-hmm. and this is pre-Anya, pulling your sister and you together with dad, my husband at this point right. would isolate anybody else. I didn't right. think about that. And that's probably what I regret the most that if it, in that isolation, mm-hmm. that somebody was hurt through that and just wanted to be a part of the same things that I wanted, just right. wanted to be a part of having this little baby and be a part, have the father and mother together. That's mm-hmm. really all I believe at the base of it right. is what she wanted. Right. You know, and I get it, but that didn't happen. So I was doing things to pull, to pull, to pull. I always arranged play dates and activities mm-hmm. and overnights and things because I was yeah. trying to pull my family together and right. make it not look like the dark blemish and right. something that we needed to be ashamed of. Right. So it was difficult, you yeah. know, it was difficult. And, you know, and I tried to do the best that I could. And, you know, and I always tried to go to loving, you know, that children are innocent and y'all just, you know, y'all love to be here putting mm-hmm. on dresses and mm-hmm. playing, you know, ma- having put makeup on. And as you were growing, we, we did that for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And then Anya came and then we would travel together. And I was in my mind making the best out of, right. you know, the situation right. and making it better and something that you guys could be proud of, mm-hmm. you know, together so that you wouldn't have to feel a certain shame. Right. So that so, was kind of what, you know, what I was torn with. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about it, um, there were a lot of emotions going on at the time. Um, but I think basically what you are saying, and tell me if I'm wrong, but seems like you supported your partner in the process of blending your family just by getting super involved and being very hands-on with your family by pulling, just to let y'all know, my sister's name is Ayana. Hey girl. Um, so by pulling Ayana, like more into our, I guess, unit into our unit mm-hmm. where, you know, she comes over more often and we do more play dates together. So that was the way that you were showing your husband at the time, hey, I'm bringing us together. This is how I'm supporting you. Okay. That makes sense. And it wasn't easy because 
at the time, dad had a very busy work schedule and he worked a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. So he didn't get a lot of time with all of us. Mm -hmm. So there was sacrifice there. So, you know, he was working for us to be the provider for us and to make sure that we didn't need anything. But it meant that he had to put the time in at work. And then that meant that somebody had to step up and pull the girls together. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I was trying to do in the best way, you know, and, and keep in mind, I was trying to do it and manage it, mm-hmm. not saying I did it right, right, but trying to manage it in a way that you guys could be together. Mm-hmm. She could be here and be with dad and, you know, and it would just be regular, mm-hmm. try to make some regularness out of it. I guess you could say more so normalcy yeah, for you in the, yeah. in the midst of a uncomfortable situation. Right. You were trying to create some normalcy within the, the. I don't want to say chaos, but I guess you could say chaos with trying to blend a family. Yeah. It's a huge adjustment. And um, everybody that is a part of the family definitely has a part in it. They have like feelings involved. Like it's a whole lot going it on. Is, um, but... Uh, Dad, so now I want to just turn to you and just ask you, because you are the parent that had a child from a previous relationship. And so just to give, you know, some parents out there that are in the process of trying to blend their family with another partner involved. Um, so I just want you to give some, just some background and some advice on um, how to do that the best way. Because like we just said, there's so many parties involved. And so um, honestly, I even have some friends of mine that have children, but they are scared to put themselves out there and actually have another relationship because they're like, oh, I don't want my child to feel like I'm abandoning them for another family. And so Based off of your experience, like I said to mom, you have been through it. You are finished with the early stages. We grown now, so (laughs) we doing stuff on our own. But it is hard to get into a relationship and make sure that your child doesn't feel abandoned in the process. So what's the best way that a parent can bring their child and another and their soon-to-be wife and kind of create that family dynamic? Well, what I would say, what I would definitely say is it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very hard because in a perfect world, you would want everybody to be understanding and understand the situation. But that's just not the reality. Yeah. You have to, and I can just tell you my view. It's not the right way. It's not the wrong way. I'm just telling people my view to what I was in my mind at the right. time. And lessons learned, I, right? Lessons right. And I felt experience. as though, number one, I had to straighten out myself first. That's, that's a good point. And I went through, like I said, a, a change of how I looked at life. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you guys were the most important things to me. Because I want to make it as simple and as easy as possible in a hectic situation. Understanding what part A feels and part B feels, 
You have to understand these things. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to make a sacrifice one way or another. So I went into it thinking, okay, I'll take all the hits. Okay. I'll take all the, you know, the blame, just blame me because I didn't want it to filter to you guys. Right. So I says, I'm willing to take, make the sacrifices, but that's not all the time the right thing to do. You know what I mean? You have to have very understanding people. And you have to understand, first of all, that the problem is never, ever going to be the child. It's always going to be the adults involved because everybody has their own agenda. Not necessarily negative, but everybody has their own agenda. And sometimes it's not really beneficial to who we're actually supposed to be looking out for. Which is the child. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're thinking about ourselves, Mm -hmm. how I look, how, who's saying about me, da-da-da, da-da-da. So I was willing to make that sacrifice to myself. I had tough times with my wife, and I just took it because I figured I'm the one that created it, so I'm going to take it. Okay. On the other side, things, I says, I'll take it. Right. I never wanted to show, it may be chaos, but I never wanted you guys to see the chaos. chaos. That was the most important thing to me. So you got to be willing to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Number one, to change your lifestyle Mm -hmm. because it was my lifestyle that got me into it. And you got to understand where the mistakes were. So, okay, let's change that first and then move forward. But the biggest thing, like I said, you got to be willing to make sacrifices you got to be willing to make sacrifices. And what do you mean by sacrifices? In terms of anything, you could be um, like, uh, it could be like, I give, I don't want to be saying exact situations. Right, right. But it could be something that you're uncomfortable with. Okay. That the best thing for you to do is not to say anything at all. Right. That's a sacrifice. Right. You know, especially for me, I like to confront everything. Okay. But to just let it go, mm-hmm. that's a, that was a big step for me. Right. You know, not to want to have the last word with everything because, again, I'm thinking this is going to ultimately affect child. you two. Right. I said, so I'll take the hit. Mm-hmm. And you got to, you, I, I believe you got to have somebody that's willing to do that. Right. And it seems to me that like, one, I love, I love your response, but it seems that you're saying in order for a parent to not allow or try to not allow their child to feel abandoned within 
the process of blending the family is to is to try to keep the peace as much as possible. Oh, no um, and also you're saying to also always look out for that. Because our children thing. feed off of us. Right. Energy. Yeah. If we don't like something, our children not going to like something. Mm-hmm. Right. And as the adults, I, I remember I, I used to tell you guys early on, I, you probably don't remember. I used to always say, it's never about you. It's always about the adults. Mm-hmm. It's the problem in most relationships, especially blended. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I talk to young people all the time. Yeah. I tell them every time. It's the selfishness in our relationships that causes the problems between kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. We never realize that, okay, this individual right here, but one day he was a good guy mm-hmm. or a good girl. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't lie and say I hated the other side. Right. Because I would be lying. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to own up to, okay, this is the same person, mm-hmm. but our situations have changed. Right. And we have to go move on the best way, not the way that we feel, right. the best way possible. Yeah. And um, that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. I think, challenge. like, I know you're speaking from the male's perspective because that's the only perspective you can share, uh-huh. but... Even moms that are that are trying to bring their child and start a new relationship with someone else, that's also a, a struggle for the mom as well, just kind of talking on a woman's perspective because, yeah, there are emotions involved. And even if, like, let's say, for an example, you and your previous relationship ended years ago, it's still that hurt that's in the midst of it. And to Dad's point, that always makes it chaos because the parents are causing that issue. They're causing the chaos and even the split and the child feeds off of that energy. We feed off of it. Because the child actually, and I always, I always tell you this, a child performs for his parent. Yeah. A child figures out what the parent want to hear Mm -hmm. and they play off of that. Okay, you want me to say, you know, bad things about your mother or father? Okay, here it comes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As soon as you walk in the door, oh, daddy did this, daddy did that, da 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 Or mommy did this, mommy did that. And as the adults in it, we have to look beyond that. Yeah. We have to really look, search ourselves first mm-hmm. and say, okay, is this really helping you know what i mean like i give advice to my family members about you know they have blended situations and i tell them i tell them listen stop telling your child certain things because you ain't hate this guy right you know you had a baby who you fooling you haven't you don't hate him he ain't that bad he's the same person that you were with yeah you know what i mean so you have to become adults. Yeah. Which is you not, know, it's not an easy task. It's not. It's, it's not, it's easy, not easy at all. Because feelings are involved. Right. When you think about, you know, um, being with someone. And, you know, as you, you when you fall in love, you fall in love. The heart wants what the heart wants. So in your mind, you want it to be this picture perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And the minute that it deviates from that, 
is when you're like scrambling. You say to yourself, should I just let it go Mm -hmm. and try with somebody new? And that's a reality. And, you know, should I just, you know, let it go and, you know, just try with somebody new? But then you think about, like, for me, it was that I had, we had been together for a while, a long time, eight, nine years at this Mm -hmm. point. And I had dreamed of, I was, I loved, you know, my boyfriend, my fiance, I loved him. Mm -hmm. And I said, can we get over it? Can we get through it? Can we, you know, and then when you came, it was, you fell in love with him. So, and it was so easy for you to, to see him. And I remember your face would light up and I just wanted you to have all of the things that you wanted to have. And that's really where it came from Yeah, that I had to sacrifice, put my feelings on the back burner right? and embrace the hand that I was dealt. Right. You know, it wasn't easy, but, you know, I tried the best way that I could. i tell yeah. you how one day I looked at it. I, I remember this day vividly. I said to myself, are they worth it? Are they worth all the stuff I'm about to endure? The children. Because, the children. right, okay. because it would be easier for me to just go in a different direction. Right. You know what I Leaving mean? Leaving is always the easy route. Exactly. Yeah. But you look at the carnage. Right. What could possibly yeah. happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? What is the best? Okay. They need somebody to sacrifice for them. Right. And I knew I had it in me to make that sacrifice. I, mm-hmm. I never questioned that. Mm-hmm. So... I figured, I mean, it's not like me and mommy didn't know each other. We've been dating for forever. Right. So we know each other. So I says, I'll I'll do what I need to do to make it work. Not knowing that it would work. Because I had, you know, mommy, that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, but I said, I'll do. I made a total turnaround. I gave mommy, and she'll tell you, I never gave her any reason to think anything different than I was about her. Mm-hmm. I never gave her one reason. So I knew I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's something I can control. I can't control anybody else. Right. And um, something else I would say that is really important is you got to keep the lines of communication yeah. open side to side. Yeah. Those yeah. you got to communicate. You can't, you know, not for whatever reasons, not communicate. You, you have to communicate. Mm-hmm. And those things are hard, but in the long run, it'll work out right. better. Yeah. Those things will work out better. And again, we're thinking about, the kids that didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for any of this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you were born, when you were young, you didn't see, we were hiding it. You were telling the world, I got a sister. (laughs) And that's because of how you saw it in us. You saw it as normal. So it was exactly that. You know, just like if you have what they could baby daddy or whatever. If the mother 
treats him with respect, dignity, and all that stuff, that's exactly what the kid's going to think. That, that, yeah, that's exactly. And that's why we have so many young girls hating their father. Yeah. The baby. Because, yeah. yeah, because now you have to live your life for her mm-hmm. as the kid. The kid has to do it. Oh, he ain't this. He don't do that. Nah, nah, nah. That don't that don't help anybody. Mm-hmm. And again, I I go back. To, I always you you're witness that I always tell my family members. He don't hate him that much. Right, right. <laughs> you, you made him. I mean, right. come on now. He's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Now you just mad because it ain't turned out right. Yeah. But um, if you want to keep the person whole, yeah, you. Keep it as regular as possible. You know, you like you didn't need to hear us arguing about that. Right. right. Because if you would have heard it, then you would have had a negative opinion of Ayana mm-hmm. or whoever. Right. You know what I mean? You would have we would have gave you that negative opinion. Mm-hmm. Then you would have took that to the. Yeah, oh, I understood. I think we understood that. That would be ne- a negative in our situation. Right. So that's very, 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 very important. Right. Yeah. So honestly, we talked about so much. We talked about, I think one of the common themes that I'm realizing is that we, I think the, the lines of, of communication, that was something that really stood out to me because that's something that I feel is missing now as I'm seeing different couples interact and they're trying to blend their families together. Um, they, some couples, they take their approach of, Oh, I'm not dealing with him or I'm not dealing with her. Um, and so unfortunately y'all have a child together. And so you have to deal with each other for life, not just 18 years. It honestly is for life. And so, um, it's very, it's very critical for all the parents, all three or all four parents to be together and to communicate. We don't got to be friends, but I think what you guys are saying is that line of communication has to be in, open. In a mutual respect. Yeah. Mutual respect. Mutual you, know respect. I mean? you don't have to, you know, be going out to dinner and all that stuff, but you, you have to understand that, you know, the most important thing is peace and harmony. Right. In in the face of you know all the sides, you right. got to see that's the most important part. I always say, why do you see uh, young girls so hurt? Half of the hurt that they're feeling is from their mother. Yeah, or father. You know, yeah. or or father. Right. It, like my father. Again, I tell people all the time. I had a. Um, I grew up with my father. And my mother was outside of home. My father never, ever said one bad thing about my mother. So I, in turn, did the same thing. I never said one bad thing. I never even made a hint of something was wrong because I understood the end game. You know what I mean? I understood the end game. So if I had any advice for young people, that to me is the most important. Treat the person on the other side with the same respect, 
and whatever you treated them when y'all were in this situation because that is the same person. Yeah. Just didn't work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you care about the kid, because if you go with the negative stuff, the child is going to pick that up Mm -hmm. and they're going to not only pick it up, but they're going to adopt it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'd like to add uh, that the most important thing, and this is for young people, young people who are considering, try to do things in the order, the right order. Then you won't have these problems. When things are done kind of out of order, that's when the problems exist. They just exist. So not in a negative way. If you can help it, try to do it in order. I think that that makes the most sense. Definitely. If you do it in order and and everybody knows what their order is, bless you. If you do it, bless you. If you do it in an order, then you can alleviate a lot of the drama. And and I'm just I you know, I'm just saying we want we want families to thrive, especially the black family to thrive. We don't want it to be non-existent. We want it to thrive and do well and continue. Continue. We don't want it to die on the vine. The black family is real. Um, it's full of love. And and a lot comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to continue. We want to pass down. If that that's my legacy, that's what I want to leave behind. Strong family values that you can take to your family and that your children can take to their family. And if if I've done that a little bit right, then I've done my job. And on that note, we are going to end this episode. Um, I just want to take out the time to thank my parents for sharing their story. Honestly, our story. We're not a perfect family, but we make it work. We love each other. We argue. We, you know, not may not agree. We cry. We have happy moments. We're just like a normal family. And, we're, and we are a blended family. And I'm proud of my blended family. And it is Black History Month. We are celebrating Black love. We are celebrating Black families. <laughs> thank you. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And stay tuned for more episodes with The Questions Queen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found this episode helpful, but I'm here every week, so let's stay connected.